Hello and welcome to John Cronshaw's Author Diary for the week ending October the 8th, 2017. This week's been a bit of a mixed bag for me in terms of writing, mainly because I've got my uh, fingers in a few different projects at the moment. I'm at a point with my third novel, King of the Wasteland, which is the third book in my Wasteland series, where I'm about to send it for a final proofread before it gets released on November 2nd. I finished the first draft to a story for an anthology, which is a bit of a strange one. It's called uh, Perfectly Blue and Perfectly Square, and it's about cats in space. I don't have much information about the anthology yet in terms of its title or anything like that. I'm basically a member of a group on Facebook, and we're a group, I think there's about 13, 14 of us in the group, and we're all authors and it's a bit of a kind of supportive environment, private Facebook group where we share good news and maybe have a bit of a rant. So we've got together and wrote a bunch of short stories for a anthology. Now the only guidelines that we've got is that it needs to be a fantasy or science fiction story and it needs to be set within a binary system, that means a system with two stars. So my story is basically about a kind of pleasure cruise, I suppose you call it, a bit of a rundown ship travelling through space, these giant blue squares appear and no one's really sure what they are and a story basically follows the adventures of the cats who run the ship. So it's a bit tongue-in-cheek, it's a bit daft. It's not really something that I've wrote before but one thing I really like about short stories is it does give you that room to experiment, play around and just have a bit of fun, especially when you know a lot of the stuff that I write in novels is post-apocalyptic and you know really kind of dark stuff. I also finished a fantasy story which is set in my Ostrike world, which is the same world as quite a few of my stories in my Her Name Was Red short story collection. And it was basically a way for me to write within the setting and explore a magic system that I've got for the world. So that was called Clockwork Titan. And I've actually sent that off to Beneath Cecily Skies magazine, so I'll expect a... um, rejection from that in about five to six weeks i'm also taking part in a bit of a collaboration with two friends of mine so next year we're planning on writing a what will probably be a trilogy of post-apocalyptic stories and it's set in the uk in a post-antibiotic era and we've got the return of the plague as part of my research for this i've been listening to the great courses on the black death and my goodness it sounds horrific So I think it'll be great for a story where most of the country's wiped out. So (laughs) that should be fun and exciting. I'm really looking forward to that because I've never actually written with anyone before. And in the past, I've been in bands and I've done art projects with other people and I've written comedy scripts with other people. And I find the collaborative process can be really rewarding. So I'm hoping that this will be the same. I mean, if it isn't, it's an experiment and it's just, you know, it's trying something new. So I'm really looking forward to that. So I've done a lot of work towards that and I've written an outline for the first book. Um, I think what we're going to do is have three points of view for the story, essentially write them within the confines of the same world, the same setting, but have three different linked parallel stories that all kind of come together at the end. Now I'm not going to say who the authors are yet because I think they write in pen names and it wouldn't be fair for me to say, oh, this person's doing this or whatever so as soon as i know what pen names the people are using and whether they want to actually have their real names out there then you know i'll report on that i've actually got some cool things coming up for me my story the speed of boredom which is a science fiction story kind of a very short one about a man who tries to i suppose game his own experience of subjective time 
Um, he thinks that if he can make himself as bored as possible, he'll, he'll be able to live longer. Um, this story is appearing in a anthology that's coming out on October the 12th. This is called Mad Like Me, and it is to support veterans who have suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder who live in the area of Houston, Texas. So I know originally when the anthology was put together, it was the idea was is this would raise money for a post-traumatic stress disorder charity. Now, because of all the stuff that's happened in Houston, it only seems right that this anthology raises money for those veterans. So I think that's a really good cause. It's a great anthology. There's a lot of good authors in there. Do check that out. On Thursday, I'll be appearing on the Fantasy Fiends podcast, where I'll be talking about the many faces of addiction. Now, anyone who's read my stuff will know that the theme of addiction is something that comes up, and compulsion. Like in my Wizard of the Wasteland, for example, the main character is a reformed drug addict. And a lot of the storyline is about trying to deal with addiction in a way that isn't just black and white. I actually got mixed up because they record at, I think it's 5.30 Pacific time, which basically means it's half past one in the morning for me. And I got mixed up and I stayed up last Thursday to do the podcast, waited on Google Hangouts and nothing happened. And so I emailed them, I was, uh, you know, what happened? Yeah, you booked for the 12th. So. <laughs> so I ended up being really tired on Friday and, um, yeah, it kind of messed up my uh, sleep patterns over the weekend a little bit. And obviously that's going to come next week, but I do like doing these shows. I do enjoy being on podcasts, hence why we're here. So one thing that I do every day is I read a short story, a poem and an essay. Now I'm visually impaired, so when I say read... You know, that basically means listen to. So I listen to a short story every day. And uh, what I'm going to try and do on this podcast is pick the story that has inspired me the most that week. So I listened to a story, it was actually today, by um, John Cheever. It was from the New Yorker magazine in 1962. It was actually, it appeared on the podcast feed recently, but it was actually recorded in October 2007. A story called Reunion. And I think it's about a thousand words long. It's really short. You can get through the whole thing in about ten minutes. And it's so good. It's, it was a fantastic story, really inspiring. It was about a guy who reunited with his father after three years. And there's just there's this whole part of the story that's not there. And you're kind of guessing as to why it's not there and what's going on. And it's a real utility of words. So he does a lot, ever such a lot, with so few words. And I love that. I love writing that's really tight like Ernest Hemingway style, where I will listen to an Ernest Hemingway story and I'll find myself grumbling to myself because I just get envious of how good he is at just conveying so much in so little. And people have said to me, you you know, your writing's really sparse and really minimal. And I know that that style doesn't always resonate with people, but for me, it's what I love. And this brings me on to another thing that is important. I mean, what I do, you know, I do a lot of research, try to balance non-fiction and fiction with my reading and I think you are what you consume I think it goes with food I think it goes with media so I've recently re-downloaded the um, Writing Excuses podcast which is done by um, people like Brandon Sanderson Dan Wells and Mary Robinette Cowell and I've been listening to it from the first episode I mean they're in series 12 now so they've been going for quite a few years but I've been going back and listening and just trying to pick up every little bit of advice that I can trying to improve my writing, trying to improve my craft. I'm still new at this. I mean, I was a journalist in my day job. 
I used to work at a newspaper. I was working to deadlines. I had to write really quickly. Of course, journalistic style and fiction are very different. And I basically had to relearn how to write in order to start doing this, which is why I'll talk about Wizard of the Wasteland as my first novel. It, it, it isn't my first novel. I wrote, well, I wrote a full novel that I spent about two years on tinkering with it. I couldn't get it out of my head. It was a mess. I think I was trying to do Game of Thrones in space and I was a new writer. I haven't got the skills to do that and um, I didn't know how to tell a story properly. I didn't know how to write properly, but I learned so much from the process. I got developmental editing. It was all these things to make it good, but at the end of the day, as, as I say, you can't polish a turd. 13 point of view characters, you know, it's just, yeah, ridiculous. But I learned so much doing that and it will never see the light of day. So that's always good. Um, and then what did I do after that? I did another, tried another novel that was based on kind of meerkat societal structures. It was a bit of a young adult dystopian one. And I made the mistake of giving up on that one, uh, abandoning that. that. That's something you should never do. And I did it again. I got about 20,000 words into a fantasy and, and abandoned it. So after a f- couple of false starts, I suppose you call them, I had this idea for a novel which has ended up becoming Night of the Wasteland, so that's the second book in my Wasteland series. And I wrote the first draft of this in about two weeks, just in a flurry of energy, I suppose. I sent the first draft to a few people to read, and they were really impressed. They, you know, they really liked what I was doing, and I'd got past a lot of the issues that were holding me back. So then I thought, oh, well, if I've, I've got a novel now, I should write a you know, a prequel novella that I can give away to readers, you know, get people interested in my work. So I wrote that. That was called Addict of the Wasteland. And then I wrote a story called Wizard of the Wastes, which is, um, sounds really cheesy, but it actually came to me in a dream, a scene of this kind of travelling showman in a post-apocalyptic world going around showing off kind of old technology and passing it off as magic. And so I took that character and ended up writing... What's the first novel in that series, which is um, Wizards of the Wasteland. And I've recently finished the third book, King of the Wasteland. Now, I don't know what I'm going to do with this series. I'm really proud of how it's gone. I think I've made a few mistakes along the way, for example, writing in present tense, which I really like as a style, but doesn't seem to resonate with too many readers. Also, the covers of the books. I think the covers are amazing. I love the artwork. I think it's great, but... When I look at them compared to other post-apocalyptic covers, you have the kind of wasteland thing going on, but a lot of the ones that seem to be doing well are orange, and mine is in kind of gloomy reds and blacks and purples, and it it kind of looks a little bit like a horror book rather than a post-apocalyptic book. But this is all stuff, you know, that I can learn and reflect moving forward. Now, what I want to do is answer your questions on the podcast. If you've got any questions about things like writing about my work, anything like that, please get in touch. I will answer them on the air and it should make these podcasts a little bit more interesting in terms of getting you guys involved. So you can email me, it's johncronshawauthor at gmail.com. I'm going to put all the links in the show notes, including how to spell my name. Send me an email, you can tweet me, it's at jlcronshaw. You can also find my Facebook page, which is Author. And if you're interested in reading that prequel novella I said about, which is Addict of the Wasteland, you can either get the paperback on Amazon or you can get it as a free book by visiting my website, which is johncronshaw.com, and there's just a link on the side where you can sign up for that. 
So until next time, cheerio. 